We'll get to episode 168 in just a moment, but first I wanted to ask for your support of the Keystone Chapter of the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania. Go to supportkeystonechapter.org. Scroll down, there's a text field that has the default amount of $50. Now, you don't have to give $50 to make a difference. For example, you could give $3.08 in honor of our president's birthday coming up in March. Again, that's supportkeystonechapter.org. We really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. From Studio B in Swarthmore, this is the I Can't See You podcast with David. It's like blind people for dummies. Hello there, and welcome to episode 168 of the I Can't See You podcast. My name is David, at David Benj on all the socials. I really appreciate you joining me for this episode. And here's a fun fact. At 168 episodes, you could listen to one episode per hour and fill an entire week now. I wouldn't recommend doing it. It's just that you could. (laughs) I do have a couple of things to talk about this week, but before we get into it, I did want to send out my best wishes to Harriet Goh, who is the president of the Keystone Chapter. She's got surgery scheduled for next week on her eye. She had surgery a couple of weeks ago, emergency surgery uh, on that same eye for an incident or accident, I guess, that she had while she was at work a couple of weeks back. And Harriet, I'm thinking about you. Liz is thinking about you and praying for you. And... Uh, We are keeping you in our thoughts and Liz's prayers, too. So if you do know Harriet, please reach out to her and just let her know that you're thinking about her and just wish her the best. If you could, if you can text her, email her, whatever you can do, just to keep her spirits up. So Harriet, good luck next week. So I do have something coming up next week. I actually have a couple of things coming up next week. And before I get into that, let me just... I'm not sure how this sound quality is going to be on this episode. I hear a bit of a, a hum in my headset. I, I don't know what else to do to clear it up. I've contacted Zoom about their device, and I'm hoping that they can give me some help on the, the PodTrack P4, which is the item that I am using now. Uh, I've disconnected cabling. I've reconnected. I have tried recording just on the Zoom I have, I'm actually now recording this on my computer through the Zoom, and either way, I still get the hum. And I noticed it the minute that I tested it out back in December when Jane helped me set it up, and I asked her if she heard it as well, and she did. Sometimes it's worse than others. I really have no idea and have no clue to what the story is. I don't know if the cabling is funny. I don't know if the microphone is funny. It is also a Zoom microphone. I think it is a Zoom ZD1, ZDM, something like that. ZDM, I think. So I do apologize if you do hear a hum and it is distracting. I am going to try to keep the episode short or shorter um, because I just don't know how great it's going to sound. And I know that when I listen to podcasts, if the audio is bad, I, I don't listen. And I do, as I mentioned, have a couple of things to talk talk about. One is coming up on Monday... I am helping out Catherine Allen and Trish Maunder. They are doing an event at the Museum of the American Revolution. And if you are ever in Philadelphia, it's a great museum to go to. It's right on the corner of 3rd and Chestnut in Old City, right down the street from Independence Hall, right around the corner from Franklin Fountain. If it's not too cold out, or even if it is, you could still get ice cream, right? You could eat ice cream anytime. (laughs) I know I would. I, I can't go because Liz is not going with me. 
and uh, she would kill me if I got it on my own. For, and, and second of all, it's a lot of ice cream. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be there on Monday helping them out. And what we're doing at this event is we've, we've gone to events both there and at the Penn Museum to train other museums on how they can serve blind and visually impaired folks that come to the museum. And on Monday, we'll be helping out with some things, uh, some classes from the University of the Arts, where Trish teaches a class or two. And it will be helping these kids, and again, they're, you know, they're college kids, so they're kids, but not 12 years old. They'll be trying to develop plans of their own on what can be done once they get out into the world of, hey, I'm working at this museum, I'm the head of this museum, what can we do to help blind and visually impaired folks have an enjoyable time here at the museum, whatever museum that may be? And one of the things that I mentioned on our call today to kind of figure out exactly what we're going to do on Monday was that I love going to the museums, but if it's just audio description of, let's say, a painting, well, nine times out of 10, I could look on YouTube or listen to a podcast where somebody may say, okay, here's this painting. It's X number of feet by Y number of feet. Here's what's in it. There's nothing special about standing in front of the painting while somebody is just telling us about it. And there's got to be something more than just that. And that's the great thing about the Penn Museum when they have their their tactile days that they have every so often. And I, I don't think since COVID, I, I, I'm pretty sure they haven't had any. But that that is just awesome when you feel those ancient artifacts and you can touch the hieroglyphics and things like that. It is just amazing to me to do that. And I don't know what the answer is for things like paintings and items like that. Certainly you can't have a whole bunch of people going up and touching paintings. First of all, the one painting that I'm thinking about at the Museum of the American Revolution is probably 15 feet high and maybe even more, maybe 20 feet high. So, you know, maybe you can touch the corner of at the bottom, but so many people would do that. It would start to discolor and then ruin the, ruin the uh, painting. So there's got to be something more than just the description of it. Because again, you know, somebody can just describe that to me when they're there, or I could watch it on YouTube. I don't have to be in front of the painting for that. There's got to be something more to it than that. And there's ideas that have been kicked around. So we're going to see what happens on Monday. And I'm looking forward to that because I do love this uh, museum. And again, right there in Old City, and uh, everybody's great there. They, they are on, like Penn Museum, they are right out in front of it of helping blind and visually impaired folks enjoy their visit to the museum and looking forward to that. I'm also getting out of the house next weekend, starting on Friday. So let's say uh, I got to record my podcast a little earlier next week <laughs> because I typically record on Thursday. I'm recording this on Friday because I've had such a busy week with White Canes Connect. We recorded one episode that was released yesterday and part of an episode that will be released either next week or the following week. So with all of that and something else going on and Keystone Chapter related and some other things, 
I couldn't get to the podcast last night. I was going to do it late last night, but I hate doing it so late. As I mentioned last week, when I do it late, my voice is crappy. I'm tired. I don't have the energy to make it sound great. And then when I hear the hum, the frustration would have just built to the point where I just didn't want to do it. In fact, this is about the third or fourth time I'm recording this episode for various reasons, trying to get the hum as low as I can. And I I also messed up a few times. (laughs) Um, But I mentioned that I'm getting out. And next Friday, like I said, uh, heading to State College for three days of a National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania leadership seminar. And those are always a lot of fun. And I learn a lot there. They have events that go on where you meet the other folks who are there. And and by now, most of the people there are folks that you know I've already met before. And it's great to get together with them because they come from all around the state, some from Mountain Pittsburgh, some from Erie, some from the Harrisburg area, certainly some from the Happy Valley chapter, which is right there in State College, and some other places as well. So it's a lot of fun to get together, learning a lot, and and for me, also getting out of the house. And that has been a huge issue for me since COVID happened, and then since we got Ziggy. I have not left my house since the 9th or 10th of February. I don't remember. I know I had a doctor's appointment on the 9th where... I found out I had to have the transplant again. And I may have gotten out on the 10th. I kind of think Liz and I went somewhere on the 10th, and I thought, wow, I'm getting out two days in a row. I haven't been out since. Now, that doesn't mean I haven't left the house. I've been in the backyard for hours and hours and hours. I've taken the trash to the curb and the recycling to the curb. So technically, I've been off the property a couple couple steps into the street, but, you know, I have been off the property. That's it. And... It's partially COVID, it's partially Ziggy, and it's partially Liz. You know, Liz comes home, she's tired, she certainly doesn't want to get back in the car and do something. She comes home, she usually takes Ziggy for a walk. I haven't been going on the walk since since summer because it's dark and it's hard for me and she can't keep track of the dog and me at the same, <laughs> at the same time. And again, I take my cane with me, but as I've mentioned on numerous occasions, it is hard to sweep the entire walk with my cane because it is, it just hurts too much with my hands. Usually I walk behind Liz and she will point out if the sidewalk is uneven and whatnot. So I haven't been going since summer, since we used to go for walks after dinner. And um, I'm looking forward to, to it being lighter so I can go back on those walks again. When I would go on the walks, you know, though it's usually about two miles or so is the loop that we do uh, with him. And I miss doing that. Every day I would get, you know, well over ten or 12,000 steps. Since then, just, you know, walking around the house, playing outside with the dog, running around the backyard and whatnot. And again, we, <laughs> we have not a, no big deal of a yard, and the house is even smaller. But I still get around five or 6,000 steps in a day, which is remarkable when you take a look at our house. And I don't know how many square feet each level is, but, you know, four or 500 square feet or something like that, a level. So to think that I get that many steps in in such a small place, it's kind of funny. So I'm looking forward to that and uh, getting out. And again, it'll be good for it'll be good for me, and obviously it'll give Liz a break of me, which probably would be enjoyable for her. 
So I do have to I do have to make sure I record this podcast earlier next week, and I probably will record on Wednesday, depending on what our schedule is for White Canes Connect. Most likely, I'll talk about going into Philadelphia, going to the Museum of the American Revolution, and whatever else happens along those lines. I don't know what else might come along. And that was one thing that I was listening to a podcast, uh, That Real Blind Tech Show, which is Brian Fischler and Ed Plumacher and Allison Malloy, and sometimes Janine, who is the, say it with me, the co-manager of the Buckeye Hairless Nuts. <laughs> when she's not busy, she is also on. But Brian and Ed had a guest on, and I can't remember his name. He was from Scotland. He had the greatest voice. I'll put a link to the episode number. I meant to look it up beforehand so I would remember it, but I forgot. He was saying, this guy, this guest, who, and he's, he's a radio, he's been on radio and, and TV and things like that. He was saying, he was once told by station manager, manager, GM or whatever, you got to get out of the studio every once in a while so you have something to talk about. And the fact that I have something to talk about each week when I haven't been anywhere or done anything is just incredible. So now I will have a few things to talk about next week. And hopefully by then, the sound quality will improve. Or maybe I'll just go back to the other way of doing it with the headset and uh, from Sennheiser and just right into the computer. And that would be disappointing to me to have to, to go back to that. Because like I said, I do love being able to do a bunch of things, including this. So here's hoping that I get to the bottom of what's going on with this device. Otherwise, I'll have to look around and see what else I can do. I, I know by now, because I ordered it well over six months ago, I probably can't return it unless there may be a warranty issue or something I can take advantage of. I don't know, but I certainly can't send it back <laughs> at this point. So I do appreciate listening to episode 168. As I said, it was going to be brief, and I am. I can't believe I kept to my word this time. If you've got questions, comments, show ideas, want to tell me how good I sound or how bad I sound, please reach out. You can call 646-926-6350. Again, 646-926-6350. You have up to three minutes. Please leave your name in town and whatever else you have to tell me. I'd appreciate that. You can also reach out via email. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. And again, if you see it in if you see it in you to rate the show and you usually like it and it just doesn't sound great now, please go back to the other shows and say, oh, that one sounded good. Okay. And Frank, thank you for that review. I do appreciate that. And uh, it does take a day or two to show up, I guess, but I did see it pop up there a couple days back. So thank you for that, Frank. I appreciate that. And you can certainly rate and review it wherever you're listening, most likely on Apple, but wherever you do. And I would appreciate that. Show notes are going to be at iCan'tSeeYou.com slash 168. iCan'tSeeYou.com slash 168. Remember, I can't see you sounds like a whole sentence, but it is only seven letters long. I-C-A-N-T-C-U.com slash 168. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. I hope you're well. Stay safe. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the I Can't See You podcast with David. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends.